Good morning. This is Tom Dunlap from the Black Letter Podcast, and you're listening to our Monday Minutes. Let's get started. Last week, we talked about the law as it applies to royals in the United Kingdom. And I mentioned that our law in the United States here originally came from the United Kingdom. It's, of course, diverged significantly over time. There are really five sources of law that we have here in the United States. Constitutional law, which comes, of course, from the Constitution. Statutory law. Treaties we have with other countries. Administrative regulations, which are enacted by agencies. And the common law. And the common law is really what we're talking about here. That came from Great Britain, and some of it still affects us today. Uh, You may have heard the term stare decisis or precedent. They're both kind of the same thing. And this came from, in long ago history, clans or groups, tribal groups of people would uh, have arguments with each other. And the judges who sat in judgment over these arguments would look to the decisions of prior cases. And this is how the system of stare decisis or precedent evolved over time. And the system basically says that someone sitting in judgment can't just make up whatever they like at the time, kind of a King Solomon, let's split the baby decision, because I think so. They have to look at past decisions by prior judges that relate to the same subject matter. And that's where we get common law in the United States as well. Our common law largely relied on decisions made in English common law courts prior to the date of the revolution of the War for Independence. And over time, this changed as we developed more and more of our own law. In each state, the states over time enacted something called reception statutes. And these statutes specifically took in the British common law and said, we are going to rely on these English decisions until either some expiration date, or in some cases, many states, or the Commonwealth of Virginia, for example, left the expiration date sort of vague. There is no such thing at the federal level. However, once the Constitution was finished, we had the Supreme Court and the Uh, ancillary lower-level federal courts, judge-made law came into being at the federal level as well, as it resulted from decisions made by those federal judges. As you may or may not know, decisions by judges in state courts don't generally affect decisions by federal judges and vice versa. There's something called the Erie Railroad Doctrine, which basically says that federal courts cannot dictate the content of state law when there's no federal issue. Um, In other words, there's no federal supremacy issue. Generally speaking, if there is a federal issue, the federal courts, of course, take precedence and state courts can't make a decision. But if there's no federal issue, they can't tell the state court how to rule. So that's kind of a quick summary of where our law came from. It came from England. And today, of course, we create statutes and have administrative regulations and treaties with other countries. But it all started a long time ago with warring tribes and clans and the idea of stare decisis. I hope it was at least a little bit interesting. Next week, we're going to build on this and talk about where attorney's fees come from and the difference difference between the American rule on attorney's fees and the English rule on attorney's fees. Because I get that question a lot when I talk to clients, when they say, hey, I've got to sue someone. And I say, well, you don't have an attorney's fees clause in your contract and we live in America. Thanks for joining me for this Monday morning minute of the Black Letter Podcast. Have a great week. 